Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Bad Beats and Velcro Klutz podcast. I am Kevin, aka Marty from Manitoba. We'll be joined momentarily by the other guys. <clears throat> uh, today we're going to talk about uh, a number of things on the uh, on the show. We're going to update the Super Contest standings after Conference Championship weekend. Uh, we got to figure out what we're going to do to decide a winner of this thing because. Uh, uh, We've got we've played ourselves into a bit of a pickle. Um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, a scenario or a tweet that one of us found and, and read um, about uh, the potential the Bengals trading out of the first overall pick scenario. Uh, we'll update the uh, the bad beats and Velcro Clets playoff draft for the uh, guys that are in the Super Bowl. Uh, and uh, just a, a couple other little things, including the Aaron Hernandez documentary, which I think we've all seen. Uh, maybe some of us have only seen bits and pieces. Uh, once again, we are coming to you live from the headquarters basement bar each and every week until they kick us out. Um, I think the other guys are mostly here. Sean, you're here. Chili, you're here. I'm here. All right. And Caleb is... Uh, Caleb looks Caleb. like he's in the room, just hasn't figured out the call-in feature. Yes. Nope. So I'm, I've been here. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, there it, he it doesn't show. I was the, it doesn't show. I was the first one yeah. in here. That's why you don't see it. Actually, it does. Uh, yeah. It says it says on the uh, on my master control board here that you are offline, but you are very much online. He's appearing offline to hide from people. Oh, he went incognito mode. Yeah, went full ninja. It's that, that, it's that whole not so. having social media thing just kind of just throws it off from everyone. I know. I try to like. I I tweet. I know you have Twitter, so I tweet when we're going to do a live show from the at Bad Kletz Twitter handle, which is the official <laughs> handle of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. Uh, I have us a, 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 a Facebook page now, and I try to make a post in there all the time. And I would like tag people, but uh, Chalelli's probably banned from Facebook, and Caleb just doesn't. No. I just choose not to participate. I'm not a big Zuckerberg fan, so. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are great, though, you guys. I um, I, I don't want to... I mean, I'm, I'm going to. I don't want to. You want to tell him? <laughs> you want to tell him? <laughs> I'm going to tell... Two of the three, right? <laughs> yeah, Facebook... <laughs> hey, Chili, Facebook owns Instagram, bud. I don't... That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Fox. None. That is news to me. Hey, Chili, wow. Chili do you like Snapchat? You like Snapchat? I love it, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, also, bad um, news for you. <laughs> oh, God. More bad news. I can't do it. Oh, actually, um, Twitter, I think Twitter's the only one that's safe, and I do want to mention Twitter real briefly. Uh, Chili uh, take, took an exodus from Twitter for a while. Uh, whether it was encouraged. exodus. <laughs> uh, yeah, whether it was encouraged or he was voluntold to leave, uh, I think is... Uh, up for a little bit of debate, but he came back. He came back with a new Twitter account, and in his bio on Twitter, he promised a couple of things. Not really promised, but he made a proclamation that his Twitter account was for venting about Cincinnati sports only. He would not talk politics, and it would not turn into another um, particular uh, hot-button <laughs> political... Uh, site or political. And today I posted a picture with Alex Jones. So, well, hang on. You act like today was the first time you stepped back <laughs> right. in the political. <laughs> I'm 
fairly certain your first retweet from the new account was something very inflammatory. <laughs> I don't think it was that Or something bad. from Trump. That's Probably very man, much so. Man, criticizing him, naturally, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, moving past this, because this <laughs> is yeah, moving past Beats <laughs> and Velcro <laughs> Clez podcast. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, NFL Conference Championship weekend is in the books. Um, I don't think the games... The games were more were entertaining uh, because of the the lines that we had to uh, that we had to bet. Um, but we went into the weekend with Sean with a one game lead over myself and over Caleb, and uh, Chilelli was uh, was in 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 last place. Um, we have played ourselves into a three way tie for first. Uh, Sean took the points with both games. Uh, we talked about it a little bit in, in a NFL playoff game. It's tough to lay that many points, I guess. Sean, you fell victim to that? Went to it. I was trying to, uh, you know, it's, it's like old, uh, uh, the old uh, tic-tac-toe game on, on TV. The celebrities, I was I was going for the Hollywood block. Squares. Hollywood, Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares, there it is. That's oh, classic. I was, classic. I, was classic. I was trying to go for the block. Um I figured that uh, that taking the points was the safe bet, and that's what you guys were going to go for. So I was trying to uh, play for the block. If I picked the same games as you guys, didn't even have to be right, and we're locked it up, um, or at least made it to where worst case scenario would have tied. But that didn't happen. Uh, taking the points was the suckers bet in championship weekend. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, both teams covered and left us in the cold. Yeah, when uh, when I was looking at the game, I you know I thought more about these two games than I normally than I did previous rounds of the playoffs. Certainly, <laughs> the end of the regular season. Sorry, I was coughing there. Um, I knew pretty early on I was going to lay the points with the Chiefs. I, I think that was I think Caleb or Chilelli, One of you said the same thing in the group chat when I mentioned that. Which one of you was it? What did you well, mention? I had. I had uh, I showed you guys my text or not my text, but my uh, bet that I put in almost immediately after the line dropped, and you guys saw that I maxed out on Chiefs minus seven, and I showed my hand way too early. Obviously, I shouldn't have done that, but uh, it didn't affect. Sean didn't go that way, so um, remember I, I I did put the as soon as I won last week all the money that I eventually lost on college. I put 200 of that immediately and bought a half a point and took the line down to minus seven because I thought it was going to rise, and so I went ahead and bought it quick. So I get to keep it at seven. Yeah, I I mean, Tennessee, what did Tennessee go up in that game? Were they up 17 to nothing? No, nah, they were up 10-0 and 17-7. Yeah. Okay, 10 nothing. Yeah, they were up 10 two seven. different times, correct. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, but then getting the seven and a half made it, you know, in right. theory, a seventeen point lead. Right. Oh, yeah. Um. So the the Packers Niners game. Um. I spent. I, I normally when when we do these, I don't like. I like to only have my own opinion. I try to like. I I don't go searching for expert uh, picks against the spread mm-hmm. or anything like that. But on that game, I was so torn, and the reason why I was torn. So they played earlier in the year. San Francisco won that game 37-8. to Aaron Rodgers threw for like 104 yards, which is the worst outing of his career. Um, 
And I just thought there's no way that could happen again. And I'll be damned if it didn't just happen again. What was really disappointing was that Jimmy Garoppolo was six for eight. That was uh, that was crazy. I don't think it's ever happened before. Yeah, in this, I, I in the heard, modern era. <laughs> you must I heard be too a, young to remember Trent Delfer. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl going like seven of eleven or something like that. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah, but that was the murder-led Ray Lewis team. So that that was you know, that was. It's a little allegedly, bit of a difference. Allegedly, yeah, alleged murder. But I mean, <laughs> that defense is just a whole different defense than this. That defense yeah. was the offense. That's not yeah. really the case here. They control the no. ground with. They've controlled the ground all year with three running backs over yeah. six hundred yards, Triple and they're interchangeable. Ground. I mean, what? Kevin uh, Coleman tore it uh, up last year. And he also broke his arm this year, and Morissette rushed for 220. Well, he just broke something else yesterday, so. Hey, he separated his shoulder, I think I read. Oh, that's no problem. I can uh, fix that. Um, what do you guys uh, – two little – two kind of spinoff topics from what Caleb just said there. One, uh, what do you guys think the props going to be for uh, Mostert and the uh, Super Bowl? What, like – Whatever it is, I'm gonna bet the under. Like, do you think they said yeah, something definitely, like? Definitely. Do you think they put under. it around 100? Do you think they put it like at 79 and a half? I think I'm gonna take <coughs> the under though. I think it'll be like one. Some it'll be over 100. I feel like it'll probably be like one. Maybe. I don't know. That's no not a chance. No, no, no way, way it'll be over 100 because Brita's still healthy. They still got two. Backs. Right. They just yeah, they're, they're gonna have two other backs now. They now it's just they don't have to decide who's gonna be the backup. Packers had some holes in that defense too. It was, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mostert's great, but they had some holes. He ain't that great. Position. He's he's not. Yeah, he's I not mean, that but, great. Right. The, the Packers were the luckiest two seed in the last ten years. They were they absolutely did not deserve to be a two seed. Whatsoever. They said they said during the broadcast that there were nine runs. Oh, look at me go! Sorry, guys. There were nine runs that he had where he hit 15 miles an hour or more. Ooh. Yeah, that Which doesn't happen unless there's holes. Yeah, and like that's that just, that's what it you was. You have to be you have to be scooting to pick up that yeah, type of speed. That's like faster cuz he's not that fast. Brain. No, he's really not that fast. And back to when Chil- when Chili said he's great and we all said no, he's not that great. This is his 7th NFL team. Right? Yeah. yeah. He was cut by like three teams before he got a carry with them. In the well, his yeah. agent, his agent came out today and said that he was getting a bunch of tweets and stuff. People were hitting him up, and they were like, "Oh, we miss you in Philly. Philly never should have let him go. Philly messed up because <laughs> Philly was his first team." And his agent came out and said, "You know, we actually had a great time in Philly, and we have a lot of love for Philly. Those other five teams, though, <laughs> and just left it at that." So yeah, I did see that. Well, Philly should have got rid of Nick Foles. So, anyways. Nick Foles got benched again by Jacksonville for Gardner Minshew because he was terrible. That's true, but he was good in Philly. He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're right. Um, so so, uh, there you go. Uh, and that's kind of the other thing. You, you mentioned uh, something when you were talking about that Ravens team. This is a topic that I'd like to get into maybe on a future episode. If you could take one player from like – each of the division rivals, so Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, one player from those teams, like during your lifetime, 
and put them on the Bengals, who would it be? That's let's 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 make that a topic for a different episode. But I think that yeah, would be fun. In that one. Ray Lewis, um, but yeah, definitely be great. Yeah. That's a, that's pick. a good topic. Um, yeah. So. In, in order for us to try to declare one outright winner of our Super Contest, we're going to have to do something other than just pick the Super Bowl. Obviously, there's only two outcomes in the Super Bowl, unless we want to do something crazy like bet for a push if the line's an even point total instead of a half point total. Uh, but right now, it's looking like uh, that's not going to be the case, uh, even though there's two weeks before the game and the line's going to move all over the place. Um, with... With me, Sean, and Caleb all having 13 wins and uh, Chilelli being two back, uh, I don't know if we can create enough stuff to get you back into the thick of this thing, Chili. Uh, yeah. So, too bad, so sad. But uh, yeah. um, Caleb mentioned uh, in our group chat maybe picking the over-under in the Super Bowl as well, so we're making two potential picks. Um, have you given any more thought to that, Caleb or Sean? Uh, no, I haven't really thought about too many more solid ideas. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with either, but um, just a quick question. You may not have seen that I put it in the group chat there, but uh, did Chilelli pick the uh, Chilelli picked the Chiefs, correct? Um, yeah, he picked the same thing as me and you did, Caleb. He picked uh, he yeah, had Chiefs. Therefore, back. he's not technically out of it because he's one back then. If he picks the opposite of all of us, and hits yeah, he it. must have been three back going into the weekend then, because that put him down. Uh, he was he was eliminated was... from it to where it wouldn't have mattered. He wasn't correct. Yeah, he was he was he was, was he was eliminated. He's he's two down. He's a, he's eleven. He's at, 13 least, he's at least two down. Yeah, he's we're all thirteen, eleven, and one. Uh, Chilelli's eleven, thirteen, and one. Gotcha. Okay, well, that makes sense. That. I thought I thought that I was. Uh, Two back last week of the of first place. Yeah, no, you, you were, were no, no, you, were you two were, back of them. I was three you were back, back last of weekend. Yeah, I thought I was you one were, back of them and two back of you. That's what I was. No, here, here's what it, here's what it no, was. No, because otherwise we wouldn't have said you were eliminated. Otherwise we would have said you could have been playing for a tie at the Super Bowl. I have or uh, I have right. last week's standings right here. Uh, Sean was thirteen nine and one. Me and Caleb were 12, 10, and 1. Chilelli was 10, 12, and 1. Yep. Okay. So, so now. 11. Yep. Yeah, so you split to go to 11, 13, and 1. Me and Caleb split to go 13, 11, and 1. And Sean took the over uh, at uh, 13, 11, and 1. So it's a three way race to try to uh, determine who's going to win. We'll, we'll spend some time talking about. Uh, what we're I I don't know we could do like we could get really really stupid with it like we could bet the first half over under or a first half sp- spread second half spread we could or put as many points yards. on this. Most of rushing uh, yards we can do that. You know, I mean. no, I'll take I'd, Chili's one twenty under. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if we're gonna try to I I think I got the uh, I think I'm planning on going to. Lawrenceburg Saturday night, Caleb. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what time I, I get off work sometime between six and eight, but uh, shortly after that, uh, come home, get myself together, and and head out that way. I don't know if Sean will be able to make it, but I plan on going. Um, so if uh, if you can make it, that would be a good time. 
You going to Vegas on Saturday, Caleb? Yeah, I'll be landing in uh, <laughs> landing in Nevada about that time. I didn't uh, know you decided impromptu. to go. Yeah, a little impromptu uh, <laughs> last yeah. thing. There's something there. going on. No big deal, you know. So yeah. because you're not going in February, you have to go twice in January to make up for it. You guys are starting to catch on. Well, what are the odds that you still end up going in February? I will not be going in February. Yeah. I doubt that. Ooh, I, I I'd take action on that. Like, oh, I will take, who wants to take, take action on that. I would be happy to throw some money down on that if you guys Well, wanna. no, you can completely control it. Of yeah. course, that's part of a bet. <laughs> no. No. Not always. I mean, we're not stupid. A sports we're de- bet. We're degenerates, yeah, but normal. we're not like just that dumb. Yeah. Okay. Um little little next topic. Little next topic to keep things moving. Um the uh first annual Bad Beats and Velcro Clets playoff draft is down to the two final teams. Uh they were pick number one and pick number two in the draft, if I recall. Uh, I believe you're right. has got the Niners, Caleb Caleb's got the Chiefs. Those were the two for the first two teams off the board. Is that right? That is correct. I do believe so. And those are the teams that are uh, that are left. Um, you know, since Chilelli can't win the uh, the other contest, I, I actually, you know what? I can't even do it, Chile. I hate the 49ers so much. <laughs> I, I can't root for the 49ers. Yeah, it's tough. Um, one of my friends was at the game and. He was posting and rejoicing that his team's going to the Super Bowl, and I was just so bitterly jealous. It just, like, ate at me. I, like, woke up in the middle of the night last night, like, sweaty, like, having a dream, like, that the Bengals made it. And then I, like, had a flashback of uh, Pac-Man, and then I just woke up, like, freaking out, you know, and it hadn't been the same since. So, What's the appropriate – what crosses the line? If, if the Bengals – Ever make it to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. during our during our adult life? What what are we allowed to do celebration wise? That anything you want, set the city on flip fire, cars. do whatever you I'll want. I'll flip cars over for sure. Uh, we can go downtown and flip cars over. I will shut down my law firm. Um, whatever. I'm burning couches. I was in Lexington in 2012 when we actually burnt couches in the street, and we didn't get in that much trouble for it. So. We do that in Athens every weekend. That's, <laughs> That's true. Nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration, no. even a little bit. <laughs> I remember in Athens, someone had a party. Someone crashed their car into the crystal, so someone else decided to have a party celebrating that. And there was. No, I think. I think what you meant to say <laughs> so. is. I think what you meant to say is somebody crashed the car while they were on crystal. Yeah, that's no, no, also were, probably uh, true, but yeah, that is probably. also the the frat bar in Athens, and that's a true it's story a he's telling because I was working bar. that night. We I was closed there. down <laughs> Lucky's to walk over and watch everyone party with the car parked inside a crystal. Yeah, was, I was just saying there was, was definitely honestly, some furniture getting set ablaze. It was pretty awesome. Night. It was a great night. And and by crystal, are you talking about the the restaurant? It's no, a bar, the, the, but yes. It's a bar. It's, no, no, it's not affiliated mm. with a restaurant. It's a bar called The Crystal. It's the Strat Bar. It's where all the sorority girls hang out. Not like the alternate to White Castle. Okay, not, not, not Southern no, White yeah, Castle. No. Incorrect. Yeah, no, sir. Correct. <clears throat> all right. 
Um, <laughs> which fu- poll question? Put it on the poll. We need we need a poll. Uh, White Twitter Castle ball. or Crystal? White Castle or Crystal? Death. <laughs> Is that an option? Uh, <laughs> you can write in a candidate, I suppose. Okay, I will write in death. So, actually, it depends how intoxicated. That's the that's um, the real kicker. Actually, like how many beers? How many beers? Well, no, see, I don't. I won't do crystal at all because they put like mayonnaise or mustard or maybe both on those little things. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not. I'm not down with that. But I'll throw down on some White Castles. Sober, drunk, doesn't matter. Yeah, I have to be highly, highly intoxicated to enjoy either. So, and Shalali yeah. is actually allergic to alcohol. I am yes. handcuffs. I do bring out handcuffs, indeed. <laughs> so we will not be allowing that to happen. Yeah, um, so we can't do well, that. Let's keep this so. show on track and move to the next <laughs> topic. <laughs> you know, if you race through the topics too quickly, you end up with a twenty-five minute show. So I'm trying to have a True. little bit of organic conversation. Let's talk um, about Joe Burrow being at Beatles. What about that? I mean, that's pretty crazy. That's the headline yeah. in Cincinnati sports. Every sports outlet in Cincinnati, all they're talking about today is Joe Burrow's so, girlfriend. Well, so and, and I the said, picture that they're showing is not even his girlfriend; it's his real estate agent. So yeah, Either I way, said that I thought he was in town. Woman. I thought that he was in town uh, scouting residences because, like, the Bengals have reached out and said, "Hey, man, no matter what, you're you're coming here. So get yourself a crib." Yeah. I mean, not a bad idea, but Cincinnati isn't particularly a hot real estate market. I feel like if he's smart, he will invest and buy, purchase a home in Boone County somewhere, right? I feel like that'd be the best bet of our home. I don't know why he's um, Mason. I'd say Ken or Boone. So a, a large contingent, in fact, I would argue that most of – the uh, local professional athletes, Bengals and Reds, live south of the river because you get yes. way more house for your money. You do, and taxes are also a big factor. You're uh, when you when you're in that bracket, your tax, your you know, is going to be a lot lower on that. Well, side yeah, south property side. property taxes are a lot less in Kentucky. That's the biggest yeah. reason why you get more house for your money. Exactly. Yeah, in Hamilton County, especially. Like I don't know they. I always Claremont County is where it's at, though. It's a lot lower there, believe it or not. If I was a professional athlete, I would purchase an estate somewhere Riverside, like you know, the Richmond area. Coffee. Yeah, that's isn't that where he lived? I think it's, he lived yeah. over there, didn't he? Still does. Funny story about him, real quick. Uh, me and this girl that I worked with, she was the bartender at the bar that I worked at. Uh, we were like sort of talking, um, and she's like, "Hey, you want to go out tonight?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." Well. You know, long story short, she went home with Pac-Man. I went home alone. So that was uh, depressing. But I wasn't that <laughs> I, upset about it. So. I, I don't. <laughs> All right. Next, moving on. <laughs> I really don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a, somebody shared in our group chat a – I don't even know who who posted it. But um, Are you somebody shared about a tweet. The, uh trading the first yeah. overall pick for to, yeah to get somebody rid of shared Mike a tweet that, that was said, me, yeah yeah okay so caleb shared would you trade the number one overall pick for a new owner in cincinnati and i think we all answered correctly yeah because and there in is a parentheses in parentheses it said the team does stay in cincinnati because that's Correct. a big component yeah. a lot of a lot huge. of people think that if they're gonna mike brown's gonna sell 
um, that they're going to take the team elsewhere. So that is a yeah. big component of this hype, hypothetical situation that we're going on. Yeah, and that hypo, uh, I would definitely forfeit the number one pick for any owner we see. If we see for here, sure. We I mean, the value you get from getting rid of that, it's and a no a People in Cincinnati don't realize that there's a lot of cities that are bigger than us that want a pro football team. Um, San Antonio, good example. Uh, Toronto, you know, like there's a lot, actually a lot of cities, man, that are dying. Yeah, but the, the problem, the problem with a team in Toronto and being Marty from Manitoba, they measure things in meters up there in the game. That'd be a little tricky, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the, the over-under on uh, Andy Dalton is 14 kilometers this week. <laughs> I'll take the hope pa- of my soul that, on the under. <laughs> are those passing kilometers or rushing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either way, I'm taking the under. Because do you have any idea how far 14 kilometers is? That's, That's like lot. 37 miles, right? Like, it's pretty I think your exchange rate's off. I'm way off there, but... <laughs> oh, wait. Is uh, there... Too many, too many zeros. I'm sorry. Is there any other that. scenario where you would trade the number one overall pick? Tony Pike tweeted yeah. a good one, and I think... I don't remember it exactly. Caleb, I feel like, remembers it. Um, so it was... I do know exactly the tweet you're talking about. I can't remember exactly what it is off the top of my head, and I don't think I screenshotted it either. Um, it's, I believe it was three first, two seconds, and a third. Is I believe what it was. But the problem and, with and that Cam, is you just. Oh, and, and uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, I was gonna say and Cam Newton. Yeah, that was what the other one that. was. But yeah, I don't see that being that valuable in my honest opinion. But I don't, yeah. I don't see it either. If I felt like the Bengals were a little more competent draft wise, like they drafted really, really well up until like 2015, and then just that, everything went to shit. Yeah, Tobin yeah. forgot how to be a GM. Well, then again, it it was easier to draft when you did not have to worry about literally half of your offensive line. You didn't have to worry about replacing those guys. Then you just made a stupid-ass insulting offer to Andrew Whitworth and literally said, we don't have you valued as high as they do. And then he went to the Super Bowl the next year. But whatever, I'm not mad about it. I'm not bitter. Sound a little bitter, but it's okay. It's, it's really sad. We, it's because we have know. a clown show of an organization here with our two scouts. Which is my that. exact point on if anyone that actually says that they wouldn't trade Joe Burrow right now to get rid of Mike Brown, I mean, there's a really good chance that Joe Burrow is going to be a great quarterback. Yep. And there's a really good chance that he could turn this franchise around. You know what would for sure turn this franchise around? A new Any person. other would... owner in the Correct. entire United States. Anyone. Yep. Well, not anyone, because not anyone, if Mike Brown were to uh, punch out on the old life clock, you know Katie's just going to take the reins. All right, anyone that has any bloodlines related to the man. There you go. That's fair. I don't know. Let's do this. Sean, who do you think, like, if you could pick one person to buy the team, who would you pick? Um, I would have to take it from the previous conversation we had before. I think it was Kevin's idea that I would want Robert Kraft to somehow buy the team. For sure. I would uh, 
Yeah, man, I can't really man, does, man does anything to win. I don't. I don't I, know. I would uh, say Elon Musk if I had to maybe, pick anybody. Maybe uh, I don't know who who the fuck owns the Astros. Let's bring that guy in. He's <laughs> pretty. <laughs> that guy's. <laughs> he's got some good ideas. Yeah, yeah, that guy's willing to win. I have a, I have a metal trash can I can bang. Then we know, you know, know what's going on. <laughs> Well, for the record, the I still don't know how they haven't came up with a good name for this. Like they've got spy gates, they've got Bang like, gate. I, <laughs> no, I don't. No more gates. I like uh, Astro Gate. I, uh, I like Cheaty Cheaty Bang Bang. <laughs> that's really <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah, Caleb, that needs to be the name of your fantasy baseball team. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good idea. I like that. Thank you. Dibs on Cheaty Cheaty Bang Bang. Like, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could. Oh, I got one. Here's one. The buzzer beaters. Oh, that one's good too. Good they had a buzzer good. and they beat the hell out of the trash can. Yeah, that one's good too. There's that a there's. They do need to come up with something. What do we think the punishment's going to be for the Patriots spying on the Bengals? Not draft pick, probably. Not uh, not what the Astros are going to get. That's for no, not that bad. Roger Goodell yeah. doesn't know how to punish anybody, especially yeah. Bob Kraft. Roger Goodell is like a divorced single mother. We're like, you're grounded. <laughs> and the next day, you <laughs> drink with your friends. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're Wait, suspended for the whole what season. Age? Hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I told you guys, you really don't know Chilelli. Like <laughs> like, you guys think your mom's now grounded, and then, and I quote, the next day you're out drinking with your friends. Yes. <laughs> like, were you drinking really young, or were you getting grounded really late? Which one of the? Yes. A little bit of a yes. Little, yeah, little yeah, of this, little of that. Let's just go with yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Um, That's rich. <laughs> Keep uh, did, did you guys saw Antonio Brown's agent uh, kicked him to the curb, right? Is it Rosenhaus? Okay, it is Rosenhaus. Um, uh, chat about that for a second. I have to run out of the studio, so you guys are you guys got the reins for like forty seconds. Okay. It only for takes him forty seconds. It only takes him forty seconds to take the chicken fingers out of the oven. That's quite <laughs> impressive. <laughs> oh, I got an agent veteran. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys about this lobster I had the other, or octopus, not lobster. I'm sorry, octopus. Never had it. Kind of freaked me out, like the texture and the look of it. It tasted like Fazoli's garlic bread sticks. You guys have ever had those before? That's what it tasted like. Yeah, I'm not um, even joking. I've never like, had I, Fazoli's garlic bread sticks, but I have what? had octopus. And <laughs> wait, you're amazed by that, but you're not amazed that I've had octopus. Fazoli's is trash. It's ketchup noodles. No, oh, I'm good on stop, that. Stop. <laughs> it's so good. If McDonald's served Chef Boyardee, that's Fazoli's. That's very. Hey, right. Don't knock on the chef, dog. All right, I'm back. Yes, if McDonald's serves Chef Boyardee, that is Fazoli's. And it's not chicken fingers, bitch. It's chicken bakes. Oh, <laughs> fancy. It sounds sounds very gourmet. <laughs> I thought, oh, I thought mini not, tacos no, were on special at headquarters. 
Uh, yeah, mini tacos were on special, but uh, turns out they sold out before I got here tonight. Mm-hmm. We can get their act together. Yeah, they do. They're 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 slacking, slacking a little bit. Um, I like sometimes. <clears throat> okay, I, we can probably spend a little bit of time talking about the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. Um, Caleb, I know you've seen all of it. Sean, I know I think you've seen all of it, and Chalela, yep. you've seen bits and pieces, right? Yeah. Okay. Is there anything? There was one part that was like really surprising to me that I guess I didn't know or maybe had forgotten about when the case was like actually going on. Was there anything that surprised you, Caleb? You know, as much of a dickhead as I am about everything, the part that that may sound crazy to you is I honestly felt bad for the guy. Like I know that's horrible. He was a that's murderer. What they wanted. No, murdered, that's, that's, that was the natural. I mean, I understand that. I think the part that really, really, really got to me, and I, I don't understand why. I really don't. But when he was talking about wanting to read the Harry Potter books, like it, Ooh, it yeah. made him just seem like, like man, human. I got. It, well, it made him human, and it made it like about the time that he lost his dad was the time that he, uh, you know, a kid would be reading those type of books. What, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen? Right when yeah. you have to read them in high school. I mean. That's the kind of time, I mean, that part really, really got to me. Because I can't imagine him doing any of this stuff before his dad passed away. I really can't. Just based on the stories that I'm hearing, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously they want to try to portray it that way. But I don't know. It it did. If if they left out the Harry Potter part, I would have felt a lot better about the situation. I do feel a lot worse about it now than... I'm a tearjerker, yeah. Yeah, for the sure. Part, the part that w- – Sean, was there anything that surprised you about it? Um, I don't think so because I was pretty familiar with the, the whole situation. So when you asked Caleb, I was trying to think, like, was there anything that was, like, shocking? But I don't think I was the pretty part familiar that you're say, The part that you're going to say that surprised you, um, Kevin, I also did not remember at all. But now that, like, you and I started talking about that not being something that you remembered – now that I think about it, I can remember it being in there, but it's just not a part that stood out because everything happened so fast. And go on about go on with the part that you yeah. So I I didn't remember that he shot the other dude point blank in the face and the Alexander guy. Bradley. Yeah, Alexander Bradley. I did not know that. I I, I omitted it from my memory, or I, I don't. I, I swear that I just never remembered hearing that that there was another guy that he tried to kill that just survived. That part shocked me, and I'll tell you that the saddest thing to me um, about the whole thing, I, I don't sympathize with him at all. Um, obviously, the guy had a screw loose, and he was just a cold-blooded killer, and it doesn't make me sad for him as much as it makes me sad for other people that have gone through <clears throat> kind of the same thing. Um it was two days after the reporter, I think her name was Michelle McPhee, she broke the story about his sexuality. It was yeah. two days after that that he decided to kill himself. And that part that part makes me really, really sad. Not not again, not for him, because he was gonna he was gonna die in prison regardless. He wasn't getting out. But I think of other people that have struggled with their sexuality and coming out and coming to grips with it. 
that have eventually taken their own life because they couldn't face it for one reason or another. That part really makes me sad. That's the that's the most humanizing part of all of it to me. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, the bits and pieces I got out of it, I didn't manage to see that. And, uh, yeah, I think that's probably the worst is that you – know, I don't know if it's just like the – you know, because there's only been like what, one gay NFL player that I can think of, right? Was that just Michael Sam? That's the only one I can think of. That's no, the only one that was out. out and yeah, right. the only one there's out. been a ton of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure there has been. It's just like anything else. But, yeah, that is kind of messed up. But They were know. interviewing – they had an interview with the Patriots offensive lineman, whose name escapes me right now. I'm trying to look yeah, it up. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Um, but he was gay. He wasn't openly gay. But he had talked about in that documentary that uh, when his career was over, mm-hmm. because his whole life he, nobody, he was closeted, nobody knew he was gay, and his whole life he was just identified as this macho football player that he didn't think that there was a way for him to live his life once his career ended. And he had kind of, I don't know how, yeah, plan, I don't know if plans being made is kind of the right phrase, but he talked about how suicide was probably a route that he was going to take because he couldn't face. Well, so that's what he was going to do. That when he was done playing football, he was just going to kill himself because that was the only oh, thing he was able to identify as. Yeah, but then he talked to that psychologist after he got done, and then the therapist told him like, "Oh, you're not even you're not even close to the first person that's told me that." That's right. Yeah, right. And then he and then he he said, "If you if I'm going to kill myself anyway," or she said, "If you're going to kill, yeah, you might as well come out to your parents." Yeah. Well, no, you might as well talk to these five other dudes or ten other dudes or whatever that are at least going through the same thing that yeah you did. Ryan O'Callaghan was his name. Oh yeah, that's right. And I remember him actually. That's crazy. I mean, probably because the Patriots are in every fucking playoff game since I've been alive. That's probably Correct. why I remember him. But yeah, I, I but, definitely yeah. remember seeing that dude. Many. I mean, he's big Nebraska-looking white boy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he is the he is the quintessential Patriots offensive lineman. Is what he is. Oh, so absolutely. I, I thought about it, and uh, the uh, I did think of something that shocked me because it was never part of the. Uh, case because it had nothing to do with his actual case but uh something that was in there was uh and it had to do with the alexander bradley guy who apparently was some drug kingpin up in the uh boston area i think i don't know whether he was in the dorchester area like odin lloyd or i I doubt he was in north north attleboro i'll say that but yeah uh when it showed the incident to where he was in i don't know if it was a strip club or just a regular club bar type area but somebody shot him in the groin and then he went back and just fired like 11 shots through the doorway, just trying to shoot back at people when you can just see his pants just soaked with blood. Like that is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is a combination of like mental health. I mean, because like, do you guys remember a couple years ago, somebody that played for the chiefs, I think it was the chiefs. Just shot himself right there. It was a Chiefs linebacker, right? Yeah, and I think I think it's just a combination of like, you know, like the the, the whole. I, well, I guess it would technically it would be called toxic masculinity. That sort of environment combined with the CTE and all the brain damage that's been going on forever. You know what I mean? That, I think uh, that has a lot to do with it too. That Chiefs player, his name was Javon Belcher. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He uh, he killed his wife or girlfriend or something first. Killed her in the parking lot, and then killed himself or killed her at home. 
Yeah, yeah they killed her at home, and then he drove to the facility. That's what it was. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, and you know, I think that's like a similar situation with the Hernandez deal. But you know, my one, just... my one gripe, if I had a gripe about the docu about the little docu series, is that. So it's from the same people that did the making a murderer thing with uh, Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey up in uh, Manitowoc, Wisconsin, I think. Um, they obviously, and somebody said it at the beginning, maybe Chile, that they tried, like you, they wanted you to feel sympathetic for Aaron Hernandez or to blame what he was going through. 100% on CTE when they talked about right. Junior Seau. Blame it on football. Yeah, yeah yep. blame it on football. And we all know football is a violent sport, but you, there are so many more football players that haven't killed fucking people than that's one. That's true. You know what I mean? Very true. And that's what all the football players at the end of the documentary were even saying when they were showing all the different people getting interviewed about it and their opinions, different talking heads on ESPN and stuff, and the Stephen A. Smiths. Chris uh, Carter. That, you know, yeah, exactly. Just saying, you know, there's thousands of people who didn't kill people. So, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the dude just was a, a bad seed, you know? I, yeah. I, my, <laughs> besides him killing people, uh, like in the middle of seasons, my biggest memory of Aaron Hernandez is when he just flat out annihilated the Bearcats in the 09 Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mercy. That was the uh, the Bearcats when undefeated season. Tebow and time. It was Tebow and Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez had like seven catches for a buck forty and two touchdowns or something in that game. And, and what a strange like opposite life course you got there with the uh, you know Tebow uh, leading missionaries in the Philippines and marrying Miss Universe and the minor league baseball beating the Steelers in the first play of overtime. In the first I'll play. It's tremendous. I will love him forever for that. I'm on Who was the receiver? Who caught the touchdown? Trivia question. Oh God. Give me a second. I'll, I gotta remember. Oh, come it. on. That's a, yeah, it he still plays for the Broncos. It was Demarius yeah, Thomas. Yeah, you're right. Demarius Thomas. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Played for the Jets this past year. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah, that's what he meant. Kiva played for the Jets. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, it is so funny to think about, though, that Tebow was ended up being awful in NFL, and you know, yeah. being, well, he I mean, got... no, he was awful. He got he lucky on a couple of good teams. He was awful. Well, anyway, I think he would have had another he, chance had it not been for Peyton Manning showing up, and you know, no, showing he, ne- he never would have got another chance to play quarterback. Caleb, what was your what was your thought? I, I just think it's crazy that the the completely different lives that they lived, like he pointed out, that you know, one was like a missionary doing God's work, and the other went to the NFL, was catching six passes for 162 touchdowns, and then murdering people four days later. Yeah, <laughs> it's just completely. Yeah, I mean, that Florida team also house. had Riley Cooper and uh, Pouncey brothers. So I mean, there was some more yeah. opposites on that team. Like, that's dirty, that, dirty, awful that's players. By the way, they're going. We will at some me. at some point down the road. We those, we're going to find out those dudes have some bodies on them as well. It's, it's only a matter of time. Absolutely. Only a matter of time. Yeah, murderers, murderers. Terrible. Yeah, I'm surprised how much he's stuck with. How much he's stuck with, like he still called him even after right these from murders. jail. I mean, like. 
Right. Yeah. Like that just shows how crazy tight they were. And I, right. I contrary to Shalelli's extremist opinions, I'm sure that he <laughs> wasn't a murderer. But like the fact that they were that close, and yeah. you know, obviously, I don't think that Pouncey ever thought that he would have killed three people and, and at least three people. And it just it just blows me away. Did you guys? Did you guys notice in the documentary uh, when Aaron Hernandez? One of my favorite parts was when Aaron's mom asked him for a million dollars, and he told her literally, yeah. "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "I don't even have forty million dollars." What the fuck? That part was amazing. I'll tell another part that kind of struck me as sad was when he told his daughter that Daddy's on vacation. Yeah, I was like, in the first yeah. three minutes of the thing starting. Yeah, that was terrible. That's terrible. It hits different when you have a kid. I'm sure it hits way different when you have a daughter. Sean can speak to that. I can't. Um, that can was no. Nah, that was really really tough. Um, but did you notice when he's on the phone? They keep playing the cl- or the subtitles, I guess, and they're playing the audio of all of his phone calls. How different he talked to Pouncy than oh, God, yeah. How he talked with everybody else. You guys know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and I can't mm-hmm. say it. But he used That's a very, very different. different dialect. A couple few choice yeah. different words. That I'm, not gonna touch, I'm not going to touch that. Well, even, yeah, yeah, yeah you leave that one alone. Even when he was talking <laughs> yeah. to uh, his, his fiance, um, or Dayana. like he was, yeah, he almost, he, or even his mom, like he almost came across like real like nerdy. Like, like he came across like somebody that was from Bristol, Connecticut. Yes, yes, but like the rich side, like like he was yeah. from, because Bristol is actually a really really rough area, um, and that's why a lot of people assume that he like grew up in like the projects, but he didn't. Bristol Central is a very rich school, yeah, so it's, it's super rich. He grew up on the rich side of it, so it's almost to be like comparable. It would be like if people heard, oh, he's from Claremont County, but then they're like, oh no, he goes, he lived, grew up in Anderson. Like, oh yeah. okay, no, he's actually he's actually rich. Like, okay. Um, uh, the the two people in the docuseries that um, bothered me the most, besides the murderer, um, the quarterback and the quarterback's dad. Oh yes. yeah, absolutely. the dad Crash. was the worst. The dad. Tried I don't believe way it. Too hard. I don't believe it. He may have been gay. He may have been. I don't think. I think that that quarterback is just trying to get airtime. His 15 minutes? I, I felt like that. I really did. Definitely. That now, the ex, now I went back and reread the letter that he left to his gay prison lover. Yeah, he's probably yeah. gay. That's fine, but I do not think <laughs> that I do. Uh, no, of course. You know, I could give two shits less about that. I'm probably the right. I'm probably one of the I mean, I lived with I've lived with several gay people in my, the last Same. six years, so that is Same. nothing that, you know, I just the problem is that guy just seemed like he was just way out to get it. Like it just seemed like he was just trying to get the, just trying to get the publicity. And again, that that's something that annoys me as well too. Yeah, I believe it happened. Just just um, even off of the just the pictures of that, like obviously showing how close they were in high school yeah, and everything. Some of the pictures, the quarterback and tight end relationship, yeah. and yeah, like. I I thought that I I didn't think that the quarterback was trying too hard in the in the flick, but I thought Dad was trying way too hard um, to be like this a character like a documentary. Yeah. You don't act in a documentary, and I felt like that dude was acting. 
yeah. whether it was yeah. like, hey, we need you to do this, like some a director or producer told him to do that, or if it was just his take on how he needed to behave or how he needed to portray himself. Um, <clears throat> Caleb, I did not know that you had several gay roommates, and you didn't know this about me. Um, my wedding party, <coughs> my wife had bride's boys on her side of the altar, and I had groom's girls. Nice. Funny yeah, story, no, my that first... doesn't, doesn't bother me at all. I had gay roommates. I don't think he was asking about college. college. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just sharing a little oh. anecdote about your boy Marty from Manitoba. Ooh, yeah, I, uh, maybe that that could be the medication talking. Why I said that, I didn't oh, think it. that you did say that. Uh, that was just <laughs> something that just came out there. But no, I uh, yeah. So I live after I graduated college. Um, after I graduated college, my uh, my cousin broke up with her husband, and then obviously ended up getting a divorce. But you know, she got her own place, and I moved in there, and I lived with her and her girlfriend for. Roughly two years right there in Anderson, actually. <laughs> um, and I'm not no rich, kidding. as you guys are all aware. Yeah, yeah, I lived there for almost two years, two and a half years, I guess. I didn't know that you uh, uh, that you lived down this way. Uh, yep, that's where hey, I lived I most of my life. Yeah, this mm-hmm. yeah, no, cousin was awesome. You saw me, right? Yeah, my cousin is awesome. And she was I one like of my best friends growing she's up my favorite, high She's school. one of my favorite people from the region, so... And I still have a koozie from the first wedding, and I will keep it forever <laughs> because it's hilarious. So, so Great. what does um, that koozie say? I'm not going to say it on the air. <laughs> I know what it says. I don't. I don't remember. I was. I was bartending that wedding, and I was obliterated drunk. <laughs> I will send um, you a picture of it later. <laughs> I was. I wasn't even supposed to bartend that wedding. But they got so many people there, and I brought one of my bartenders from Athens with me. And he's like, dude, I need, like, three of you. So I went back there and started bartending. And, oh, my well, goodness, I, I was, like I that was the drunkest I've been in a really, really, really long time. Everyone was um, there annihilated. Okay, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you get, can you get drunker than that April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th? Oh. Uh, I don't know if I want to. We're gambling, man. That's a. I try to not get that fucked up when we're gambling. I mean, we're gambling by like going because there's going to be a half a million people there. You know yeah, how high so table limits we're going to be. I already. We're not even going to gamble on the strip, man. We're going straight to Fremont Street. Going to the. That's, that's going to be. Did you guys see you Hang on. Do you understand how difficult it's going to be to get to Fremont? I mean, you could walk there. Maybe no, of course I would suggest that. <laughs> we walked out of the murder in Las Vegas. We, <laughs> we passed <laughs> Fremont to get to Ellis Island the way we went. We did. Know, we did. We could have. Yeah, we, yeah, we could have walked to Four Queens. We, or cir- we circled around El Cortez and then ended up at Ellis Island. <laughs> it was am- yeah. it was amazing. It was the stupidest route ever. Thank you, Chili, for that. Was, hey, no, thank Google. But by the way, did you guys see my snap last night? Um, so I've been in Washington D.C. for the past couple of days, and there's an MGM which is fancy and very nice. The table minimums for craps was one hundred dollars. No, it was what? Fifty bucks. Hundred bucks on most tables. There was one fifty dollar table. In <laughs> you know, roulette, same thing. Hundred dollars for roulette. So and the, and you oh. weren't in the high limit area. 
No, that was the general. High limit area is like 5,000. But you got to think, D.C. is one of the wealthiest parts of the entire country. So, well, sure, it's because all those it's all those corrupt ass politicians. <laughs> like, that's true. I can't even <laughs> yeah. imagine playing hundred dollar roulette. Like just sitting there, like all right, like pulling up to the table, like yes, I'll take one chip, please. <laughs> Where do I want to put this one? Let me tell you something. Well, about well, Sean. Pass line. <laughs> well, that's well, different. That's different. Well, Sean, uh-huh. you better get you better get uh, really. Um, you get ready to embrace the hundred dollar roulette. Well, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That one's different. That's that's my that's, that's my idea. That's that's my that's my go to for this trip. But that's your tribute, I your can't imagine bet. playing it like how Trelelli and like Trelelli and Caleb like actually bet on numbers playing roulette, not just taking the sissy route like me and choosing the color. Uh, yeah. I can't yeah, imagine sitting there and buying chips and you know let me get uh you know we put three of these on 14 and two of these on put 100 on one number yeah just put 100 on one number i mean Um, it's it's all it's all relative though it's a sliding scale yes but the thing about mgm and dc is that when you play so i was doing you know i'm not trying to sit there and play the pass line if it's a hundred dollars a turn so i'm like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna bet the field (laughs) so i would sit there I would see how many times it didn't hit the field. And once it got to three, I'm like, okay, 100 on the field. And I ended up winning four or five times off of that. And the last time, uh, before I went to $100 roulette and lost everything, rolled a two and uh, hit trips. So pretty nice. Oh, I just found a really good tweet. This isn't about Vegas or gambling or anything. Um, That's not, not allowed. It's not well, like no, it's, it? no, it, no, it's about it's about the NFL, and it has to do with Joe. Okay, Burrow. that's fine. So, um, this is uh, NFL teams in draft order, so the top five picks in the draft this year. Oh, yeah, that's teams. a great one. It's a great tweet. Uh, in yeah. draft order, their record since 2011. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. The Bengals are 73-69 and 69 since 2011, mm-hmm. so four games above 500. Two games above 500, I guess, technically. The Redskins are 56 and 87. The Lions are 66 and 77. The Giants are 60 and 84. The Dolphins are 63 and 81. And the comment that goes along with it says the narrative that the Bengals are so historically bad that Joe Burrow shouldn't want to play for Cincinnati is so lazy. I've seen that tweet. I couldn't agree more. I don't know how I haven't seen this. You guys need to tweet. I don't know how you haven't seen it either. I think Sean and Kevin both retweeted it, I'm pretty sure, correct? No, I I just retweeted it right now. It's from somebody named I don't think I did. Yeah, I I saw it. I think it was Bengal Jim and Captain Obvious talking about it earlier. Yeah. I just retweeted it from the at Bad Kletz, the official Twitter handle of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Bad Kletz. Yeah, I had That's a such a hard time. I had such a hard time finding us on Twitter because of your mispronunciation of the hey, Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. Kletz. Well, it's here's what, what what's going to end up happening one day is we're just going to have to pronounce it Kletz, um, <laughs> in order well, for I mean, in order for people to be able to spell find it. it. If you spell it the way it's pronounced, that's that would be correct. So I will never spell it that way. I refuse. <laughs> no. 
No, me either. I just realized right. I don't think um, that I follow him. Does uh does anybody have anything else that we want to touch on for episode seven? Uh the Super Bowl stuff, I mean kinda curious and really looking uh, forward we, to the Super we got, Bowl. We got two weeks. I think uh I think we do another show next week, maybe next Monday, uh or uh, a weeknight next week, because uh, that'll be after uh after my trip to Lawrenceburg, that'll be after Caleb's trip to Vegas. Um, I don't know what Sean's plans are. I don't know if he's going to get the hall pass or not. Mm. I'm pulling for you. Would, I'm you really guys, for you. would you guys be interested in going in on a group bet on a Super Bowl bet? Like I'll throw yes. <clears throat> 25 bucks on a, like a parlay or something like that? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in probably. I'm down. I mean, we could all three pick one leg of a parlay, let Chalelli pick two that he really likes, and then, and then we'll the pick opposite the opposite of those. And, <laughs> yeah, and then make it like yeah, a five-leg parlay. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, I did, I did think of something today, and I told Sean while we were at work that we need to do in Vegas. It's going to be during baseball season. Chalelli loves betting on baseball. So we will have the first official Fade Chalelli uh, parlay. Where we ask Ch- <laughs> we, 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 we ask Chile what three or four baseball games he feels really good about, and we just go lay a ticket on the exact opposite. You know oh, what's so funny? What's so funny is yeah, absolutely. So I'm in a fantasy baseball league with him, and we have to we stream pitchers. You get three pickups a week, and you almost always pick up starting pitchers, and you just stream three extra starts, <clears> almost <throat> exclusively. Chalelli starters lose that he picks up. I mean, that's, that's almost <laughs> without question. <laughs> he picks up a starter, they're going to lose. Even if they pitched well, somehow they still got the loss, no matter what. Well, or, they, Chile. or they throw out their arm, yeah. The, yeah, Still, a lot of these guys f- got hurt. <clears throat> do me a favor and stay away from Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and Trevor Bauer. Look, Luis Castillo mm-hmm. is my keeper. He has no yeah. way to touch Luis Castillo unless he offers me a significant amount of money. Well, not money. What about Frankie Montez? Straight up. No. I told you to pick up Frankie Montez. If I could have done I could have done it myself. Why you know, honestly, I, I think my best pickup of the entire year was Bo Bichette. I really do. Yeah, we'll see. It's not a hitter league and he's but still young. Still, it's hard to say. Yeah, man, he's a he's a man animal. <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think I have anything else. We will continue uh, discussing some uh, options for our uh, for the uh, the super contest. A way we can try to get a decisive winner. Uh, we'll keep discussing that. Caleb, when do you hit Vegas? You land on Saturday. Yeah, uh, I'll be there too. Yeah, well, I'm actually uh, even married, so. Hang on. Yeah, Are you doing can. it? Yeah, I'm doing it. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, I'm getting married for it's sure. Happening. We just talked about it. I spent the whole weekend with my fiance, so yeah, I'm getting married. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, no. All right. Well, right. we'll continue this conversation in the group chat because <laughs> I, do, I have so I have so many questions and I don't have time to do them on the air. All right, fellas. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a good rest of your evening and uh, take care. All right, boys. We'll chat later. Great. For Gordo and uh, Chili Chalupa 
and Hudabs. I am Marty from Manitoba, coming to you once again live from Headquarters Basement Bar. Uh, this was episode seven of the Bad Beats and Velcro Kletz podcast. Have a great night. <laughs>